Here's a message from Ken Lavica. It has arrived. It is game five. And my question is, do you have the guts? Stone Banowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Turn it up! Turn it up! From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Stone, I have another question for you. What is your nervousness level right now? Well, I have two, and they're specific, but right now it stands at a five. A five. On a scale of one to ten, I'm assuming. Yep. A five in nervousness. I'm probably pushing seven right now. I had five if Robert Williams, who's questionable right now, is out. Eight. No, five if he's he's out. Okay. Eight. Am I saying it wrong? No, five. No, five. Scale of one to ten. Ten being most nervous. Five on a scale of one to (laughs) ten if he's in. Okay. Eight if Robert Williams is ruled out. That's my scale. On on nervousness? Yeah. Why? For Bam. Okay, but but I I I think uh, let's let's just so you would are you less nervous if Robert Williams plays? Yeah, right? Yes. So a 5. That's your 5. That's your 5. We sorted that out? No, we did not sort that out. <laughs> We're still wrong and I apologize for butchering this. <laughs> so, so it's a 5 if Robert Williams plays. Okay. If he doesn't it's at an eight. Okay. Uh, but you're, are you talking confidence or nervousness? Confidence. Okay. I asked you about nervousness. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's what probably what did me wrong. But see, this is, this is how you can tell. We are, our minds just aren't there. They're not. Like they're scrambled because this is the season right here. What you saw from Stone right there is a microcosm of collectively what we are mentally right now. You're not lying. Our brains are mush. The heat have driven us to mushy brains. This series have driven us to mushy brains. But you know what we do? We move. Onward we roll. I woke up this morning and we're home underdogs. Like, I don't know what to think. How bad? Just even money. Okay. A bucket. But I don't like it. (sighs) From a nervousness standpoint, I am... uh... I'm feeling it. I've got those butterflies, but you know the bad butterflies, not the high school crush, see her walking to her locker butterfly. I gotta like, take a deuce butterfly. Right. This is yeah. This is the I'm not sure I can control my bowels butterflies. Right. Uh, this is the fear butterflies, the ones that are uh, maybe a, a bit dark and foreboding, and it actually hurts when they hit the lining of your stomach. Uh, this this is the season. This is the season right here tonight. It happens at 8.45. It'll be here on ESPN 106.3. And we've arrived. I I maintain, though, I maintain the company line that I have maintained since it was 2-2 in the Philadelphia series. The Heat are just fine. Just because I am having a hard time with my nerves doesn't mean the Heat are. It does not mean the Heat are. I mean, it's Kyle Lowry basically said it yesterday. Let it sting. Let it hurt. Let's move on. In fact, let's hear from the Miami Heat. How are they feeling about game five tonight? Can't really get it going tonight. Most of seven-game series for a reason. Jimmy. So, uh, Got to take care of home court game five. I don't think we need to worry about individuals. Um, I think we need to figure out how to win as a team. That's the most important thing. Figure out how to get stops as a team. 
how to uh, score as a team and um, continue to do everything as a team. Uh, I think we go get an airplane and go home and you know get recovery and look at the film the next day and, and get ready to play. This is part of the playoffs. Well, you know, there's extreme highs, extreme lows, a lot of emotion. Uh, you just have to stay the course, stay together. Um, you know, and we have what you're looking at is a great series. It's two-two. Um, you have to embrace that and. and uh, um, you know, come together, and hopefully this competition brings out the absolute best in all of us. I think the toughest part for some Heat fans, and I think what lives in my subconscious, and while I do truly believe it's not just lip service, the Heat are fine. The Heat are fine because at the end of the day, like Spo was saying, it's 2-2. It is 2-2. No matter how we got there, it's 2-2. No matter how we got there, the Heat won a game in Boston. They got back home court advantage from the Celtics, who took game two. It took them one game to grab home court advantage back. No matter how we got there, it's 2-2. But in the subconscious, in that deep, dark place in your in your brain where the, the demons live, where your worst instincts live, right? You keep seeing in the background down by over 30 in game four. You keep seeing last time the Heat played at home, the game was over immediately. Didn't come out of the locker room. Twice in this series, the Heat just haven't shown up. That lives in your subconscious, in that awful, awful back part of your brain. So, for me, yeah, I'm confident. My rational brain says, hey, things are good. Things are good. Let's go. Let's grab this series by the collar and go back to Boston with a chance to end it. The back of my brain that bad part of my brain, there's like lightning bolts back there. It's just not a good scene. It's very, very scary. Probably windy as well. Probably smells a little weird too. Um, it's saying the Heat two games in the series haven't shown up, and one of them was at home. And that, I think, I'm not the only one. I think there are Heat fans that are going through the same mental gymnastics right now where they're, yeah, we're good, but are we? Coming from the back of their brain. No, I hear you loud and clear, and I don't disagree with any of that. But I think on paper, it's the best of three series, and we get the two home games. At its, at its most simple form, right. that is what it is, and that is what you need to keep telling yourself. Yeah, and I think the players already know this stuff, but when you do look at it in the simplest form, it does give you a little bit of confidence. Like, they've been so great at FTX Arena. The second best home record with the teams that are left in the playoffs right behind Golden State. People are asking, yeah. you know, how much home court advantage do they have? A lot. The answer is a lot. I cannot believe. I look up at first take today. I look up at first take, and they're legitimately having a discussion. How much of a home court advantage do the Heat have? Up until Boston stole I mean, one, they didn't lose a game at it's home. It's so lazy, man. I mean, we're just going to the laziest places. Uh, who's who's the uh, the woman that we heard before the show, Stone, when we were putting audio together? Amia Smith. She, Amia Smith. She writes the beat for Boston. Okay. M- NBC. NBC Boston. Listen, what was she? Where was she appearing on? I think it was her own station. Oh, this is okay. This is on NBC Boston. Yes. Okay. Okay. This is, what's her name again? Amina Smith. Amina Smith. I don't know her. Neither do I. I'm sure she's lovely, and I'm sure she does great work. But Heat fans, I on, on the day of Game Five. Okay, it's 2-2. It's 2-2. Up until game two of this series, the Heat had not even not even not lost a game in this series, hadn't come close to losing a game at home, except for one game where Jimmy Butler didn't play game five against Atlanta 
in this entire postseason. But this this is what they think about you, Heat fans. Listen to this analysis. I think that this Celtics team can definitely carry this down to Miami. I just think back to what they were able to do in that series against the Milwaukee Bucks. And, you know, you talk about game six and game seven. Everybody was worried about whether or not the Celtics could go on the road and win in Milwaukee. And we know that Miami is not that same environment that they have up in Milwaukee. Miami fans, they're showing up maybe like mid-first quarter and they're leaving early third quarter. So it's not the same type of environment. I think this Celtics team is locked in, that they know that right now the way they're playing is the way that they need to play for this entire series. And Rob Williams talked about it last night. He said that, you know, they shouldn't have to get punched in the mouth in order to respond. And we've seen that all throughout the playoffs with this Celtics team. And I think they're carrying that mindset going into game five. Let's let's hear that one more time. This is, I present to you, the most sheep shill, and lazy analysis you're going to find in this series from NBC Boston. On the road and win in Milwaukee. And we know that Miami is not that same environment that they have up in Milwaukee. Miami fans, they're showing up maybe like mid-first quarter and they're leaving early third quarter. So it's not the same type of environment. Oh, God. It is so, so boring. If you're following these teams, teams each and every day and, and and that's the take that you're coming with on, on this day the 25th of the month that, that died two weeks ago yeah in a pivotal in, in a pivotal game five a beat reporter and that is what you're putting out there. right i mean it's just <laughs> such a lazy i mean it, it's honestly though it's the it, it's lazy that reputation that heat fans have because if you've watched any of the home games in this series ftx arena has been electric oh my god that third quarter was Fire in game one. Uh, J-Mart, he told us on Friday when he was at game two, before tip-off, before the the bottom fell out, that place was vibing hard. Like What she did with the analysis of Heat fans is like me saying, ah, uh, well, we know that, uh, that that Boston fans are racist because they have a, a, a dated reputation. That city has a dated reputation of racism. So, yeah, it's, uh, Boston fans are racist. Like that. That's the same level of lazy. I mean, there's no difference. There's It's so absurd but that's what we're getting that's what we're getting uh the 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 heat home court advantage where they've only lost one game in the postseason but that's that's a major talking point today on uh on our our worldwide leader and from NBC Boston by the way by the way Chris Carlin I know we were talking about it Chris Carlin who has just been banging on the heat banging on the heat uh, we we heard him have another quarters conversation today. Celtics have won more quarters. Uh, they had a guest on who talked about it being boxing. We said on this show yesterday, that's the stupidest analogy. This basketball is not boxing. We're not judging rounds. They had a guest on today on 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 Carlin and Canty, who who said that you've got to look at it like boxing. Am I? What world am I living in? Like what what has happened to our rational sports brain? What it would take is a player in in this series getting on the podium and being like, yo, we don't pay attention to any of the box scores, so please stop talking about them. That's not how we see the game. That's not what we look at before the game. We don't look at it during the game. We don't even know the numbers. Yeah. A lot of us don't know what we're scoring, how many boards we got. 90% of them don't. So to bring up the quarter mm. argument it is like analysis for casuals, like so, just for casuals. Yep. We were supposed to have Chris Carlin today. 
Uh, it had to be pushed back to tomorrow. They got business to handle tonight. That's fine. That's fine. And and <laughs> here's what I'm saying. Chris Carlin's on tomorrow. We're going to confront him, and we're going to bring back Chen in South Florida oh, to yeah. meet Chris Carlin. Uh, they had a confrontation on the air uh, last Friday. Uh, we really need the heat. <laughs> God, do we need the heat? Because if the heat lose and go down 3-2, to two, we're going to have Carlin on. I don't even know what we do. I don't know what we do. Do we pepper him with questions about quarters? I don't know. I I have no idea. So, Heat, we need you in a multitude of ways tonight. But I want to ask, I want to ask confidence level, okay? Confidence level tonight. And this way, we can go back to Stone's roundabout, whatever the hell he was trying to describe at the start of the show. Your confidence level tonight, Heat Celtics, your confidence level in the Heat. More Ignore, ignore that evil back portion of your brain that's saying, the Heat got blown out twice. The Heat didn't get off the bus twice. The last time the Heat played at home, they got routed. Turn that part of your brain off, okay? Say, not now, bad brain. And I want you to try and reset, try and focus on the fact that it's 2-2. It is 2-2, and you're at home two of the final three. Your confidence level going into game five for the Heat in this series is what? I say a solid seven. Not a 7.1 stone, not a 7.2, but a solid, strong seven. My confidence level tonight is a seven because I've seen this story. Game five, 76ers after two really rough losses last series against Philly. And what did they do? They came home and they rolled. They rolled, and then they carried that momentum back to Philly and took a game on the road and finished the series. Why can this not be the same exact thing? I say strong seven. That's my confidence level. Heat fans, where are you at? One through ten. Least confident to most confident. Where are you at right now going into game five? Heat Celtics, I say seven. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. You can tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. On a scale of 1 to 10, least confident to most confident, where are you at going into tonight, Heat and Celtics? I want to revisit you, Stone, because you have a, a Robert Williams scale that you're going by. So your confidence level is, what, a 5 if he plays? Yes. And an 8 if he doesn't play. And right now he's questionable. And right now he's questionable. So bandwidth, Rob Williams out. 31-10, 6 assists, 4 steals. Okay. When he plays, Bam's averaging 8 points, 5 boards, and 1 assist. Like, he's the difference maker. We touched on it yesterday. He need, he gets assertive when there's not another center on the court. I mean, it's just that simple. He didn't do anything against Joel Embiid. He just needs an open court. He mm-hmm. needs to be the alpha out there. Like, hey, I'm the only big dog out here. Let me get going. He needs the space to work with if a true center's not on the floor. Here's what it's going to take, though, with Bam. You have got to get Robert Williams in foul trouble. Right. And that means that Bam is going to have to attack him. If you get blocked, fine. If you get knocked to the floor, fine. But you've just like Bam had to show Embiid, and he finally did it. In moments in game six of the last series, especially on the defensive end, you've got to show that I'm not intimidated by you. You have got to show Robert Williams that I am not intimidated by you. 
dive in at him. Make him make a play at the rim. And if he stuffs you, so be it. You come back down and you continue to be aggressive. Passive aggressive, or passive, bam, I should say, would equal loss tonight. Passive bam is why he's not an upper echelon player. And that's what we talked about. A lot of those guys, the big centers, the big power forwards, the ones that aren't passive, like they get the nod above Bam. So Bam's still in that passive category, and that list isn't pretty. Like We don't like those guys. Mm-hmm. We don't give them any love. And that's where Bam's sitting right now, and we know what he's capable of doing. I mean, this is it. This is legitimately it tonight. I, I think it's awesome because every single Heat fan feels the exact same way. We know it's at stake. This is what you played for, though. You were the one seed, and it matters. And this is why it matters. So this entire, the Heat don't have a superstar. Uh, the Heat are, they, they, they play as a team, but that's not sustainable in the postseason. Uh, they don't have the recognizable name. Uh, they were just uh, the recipients of a weird injury late in season. Or Kyrie Irving didn't want to get his shots, so he couldn't play the vast majority of the year. They're a product of that. Doesn't matter. The Heat won the games they had to win to be the top seed and to have two of the final three, no matter how pretty it was, no matter how grindy it was, here they are in a scenario where if you asked any of us in November, hey, uh, 2-2 coming back to Miami for game five in the Eastern Conference Finals, we would all collectively sign off on it. That's facts. It doesn't matter that they lost by 20, should have lost by 30, doesn't matter that they didn't show up at home in game two. What matters is that it is 2-2, and tonight, the Heat host. What is your confidence level? 1 through 10, least confident to most confident. What is your confidence level in the Heat tonight against the Celtics coming off of a listless Game 4? A Game 4 where the Heat admitted they just sort of didn't show. They just did not really compete. Stone is a 5, a 5 in confidence, if Robert Williams plays for the Celtics. He's an eight in heat confidence. If there's no Robert Williams, me, I don't care. I'm a full seven regardless. <laughs> I am a full seven regardless. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweeted us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. We are presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, the title partner of Ken Levick Alive. It is your path to the sports industry. This is the red carpet to the sports industry. If you want to work in sports, if you want to get into business, you want to go where the bucks are, well, it's the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. You are so valuable if you get your MBA in sport management at Florida Atlantic, whether it is uh, taking classes online, whether it's taking classes on campus in Boca Raton, Sign up for fall semester now. This is your path to the sports industry. These are where the internships live. This is where the knowledge lives. This is where the connections are grown right here. Get your MBA in sport management at Florida Atlantic. So many success stories. A lot of these people I have personal relationships with that have gone on to have successful dream jobs because they took the plunge and did the proper education. It's the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. 
Where are you at confidence-wise, Heat fans? Here it is. This is the season tonight, 845 tip, right here on ESPN 106.3. It's what you played for with the one seed. It's what you got winning game three. Home court advantage, best of three, Eastern Conference Finals for the right to play for an NBA championship. You win tonight, you're in the driver's seat no matter what happens in a game six. Where are you at confidence-wise with the Heat tonight against the Celtics? Scale of one through 10, 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. As always, hit us up on social media, at KLV1063. He's Stone the Banowitz Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levicka. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. <laughs> From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. We are presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA Sport. Where are you at, at confidence-wise? I know it's a weird day to be talking sports. It certainly feels a little, a little off. I understand that, but Game 5 is tonight. It is here on ESPN 106.3. It is Heat Celtics, and the Heat need a bounce back. And by a bounce back, a good first step is like playing the first quarter. That's a good start, right? Like if, if you can play the first quarter, you're in better shape than you were in Game 4 in this series. All right, if you're a head coach, that's a great place to start. Yeah, it's a great – yeah. If you're Eric Spolstra and your team plays the first quarter tonight, well, well damn done. Well damn done. That's a happy head coach. Scale of 1 to 10, confidence-wise, where are you sitting? One least confident, 10 most confident. Heat Celtics tonight, where are you at? Where's your confidence level? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And on Twitter, at KLV1063. Stone Lebanowitz, Friday Night Lights. We're coming to you from the Anna John Levine Action and Attorney Studios. Downtown West Palm Beach off of the mildly more comfortable and very beautiful Intracoastal. Let's get to our Baptist Health Orthopedic Care Injury Emporium. Hut! Green! Hut! Hut! Oh no, there's a man down. All right, so let me let me un, unroll, unfurl the scroll uh, of of heat injuries with this injury report that Stone provided me. Um, so here we go. Tyler Hero, questionable left groin strain. Max Struess, questionable right hamstring strain. Gabe Vincent, questionable left hamstring strain. PJ Tucker, questionable left knee irritation. Kyle Lowry, questionable. Left hamstring strain. Stone, who do you not see on this heat injury report? Old Jimmy Buckets. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler, not on the injury report. He said after game four, no excuses, I'm straight. He didn't look straight. He didn't look great. But he says he's not injured, and now the injury report reflects he's not injured. And you know what this is going to turn into? This is going to turn into Tyler Hero, questionable. Warming up with an intent to play. Max Struess, questionable. Warming up with an intent to play. Gabe Vincent, warming up with an intent to play. P.J. Tucker, warming up with an intent to play. Kyle Lowry, warming up, intent to play. I would be stunned. I mean shocked if Hero Struess, Vincent, Tucker, Lowry, any of them missed tonight's game. As far as the Celtics are concerned, Robert Williams, questionable. 
and Marcus Smart questionable with the foot injury. Now, the way Ume, uh, Ime Odoka was putting it, the Celtics head man, like, there's still a lot of swelling with Marcus Smart. Like, it almost feels like it's questionable with uh, like partly doubtful if you're going to turn this into a weather report. Uh, so I don't know about Marcus Smart's availability, but I also, Stone, don't know if it really matters this much because in Game 4, Marcus Smart didn't play, and what happened? Mm, we got taxed. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So there is your Baptist Health Orthopedic Care Injury Emporium, as has been the case the entire series, a lot of names to account for. Is joint pain affecting your quality of life at Baptist Health Orthopedic Care? Their team experienced in traditional joint replacement surgery as well as new, less invasive treatments with the goal of returning you to what you love as quickly as possible. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash orthocare today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash orthocare. Heat Celtics tonight, game number five. As Stone put it, in simplest terms, best two or three, he'd have two of those at home. Where's your confidence level? One least confident. Ten most confident. I can't make it any simpler than that. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. If you want to get on the socials, we're on Twitter, at KLV1063. Let's hit the phones first with Leo in Riviera Beach. What's up, Leo? Hey, Ken. Thanks for taking my call. I, uh, man... I was kind of a little bit more confident after that injury in injury rundown, but uh, I'm going to say my confidence is at a 6.9 okay. um, for today. Uh, game five, it's a crucial, pivotal game five. You got to pull out all the stops, like you said. Probably the, the all the injured players are going to try to give it a go. But I'm the reason why I'm I'm just that confident, you know, at least over a five, is that uh, because. I think it's going to go the way the whole series has been going. I think it's going to. I think Boston's going to have a little bit of letdown, and we might be talking about a heat blowout tomorrow night, um, tomorrow. Because I just think the way that the playoffs have been going for the Heat, the way the the way that this series has been going, I think I think we're in store for just another surprising result tonight, where the Heat look like the world beaters and the Celtics look terrible, and we're questioning Jason Tatum's. Uh, you know, superstardom. Well, based on how this series is gone, I do think the Heat will know if they've answered the bell in the first six or seven minutes of this one. Now, I know that the anomaly in Game 2 is that the Heat jumped out to a 10-point lead right away, and then the Celtics just came storming back. So let me revise that, and appreciate the call, Leo. After 12 minutes, I think we'll know exactly if the Heat answered the bell. That's a big enough sample size based on what we've seen this series. We've got a pretty good indication of who's what after one quarter during the course of this postseason. The Heat, it took them till the third quarter to really get into it, but they showed signs in the first half in game one. Right. Now, would I be crazy in saying that this game, I think, goes differently? It was odd that I saw the odds that we were even money, but I don't think the winning margin is this big. I think both teams understand in the intensity of this this game right here, game five, they, you got to understand that if Miami takes this, like it's all house money from there on out because we know we got game seven at home. I think this game's close. It's just crazy though because both teams, it, 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 or I, let me put it a different way. 
in these games, one of the teams have held a 20-point or larger lead in every single game. Yeah. Game one, Heat led by 20. Game two, Celtics led by 20. Game three, Heat led by 20. Game four, Celtics led by 20. I, it's crazy. And it's not just this series either. The Mavs-Warriors oh, series That's is going the, the same exact the, way. The score, pay no attention to the final score of last night's game. It was over. It was over after three. That was a done deal. It was dead. And it was inevitable that Golden State in that box score in the fourth quarter. I know we're talking quarters again here, and I apologize, but outscored him oh, by 20. Hey, Carlin. <laughs> outscored him by 20 in the fourth and cut that. They ended up winning by 10, the Mavs did. So, so at least they closed the gap instead of other teams having a full five bench players mm-hmm. in the game in the fourth quarter because the game's over. What is your confidence level for the Heat tonight? One through 10, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Into the Treasure Coast, Stewart. That's where Chris is. Chris is on Ken Levick Alive. Hi, Chris. How you doing, Ken? Good. I'm gonna. I'm actually going to give you this from the Celtics fan perspective. Okay, okay. And, and I'm going to say it's a six in... It's what the previous caller said. Who shows up and who's not injured and who has a good game or not? My concern, how many turnovers is Jalen Brown going to have this He game? is a uh, – uh, Chris, did, was he always this bad at dribbling? I, I, I don't know. You know, <laughs> used to think it was a shot selection, but clearly in that game, game three, I mean, he turned it over so many times that you get to credit Victor Oladipo. But, I mean, I think it's been a great series. Minus the injuries, it's, it, it's, been it's like a heavyweight fight. It is a heavyweight fight. It absolutely is. I mean, it is, and, and I don't want to use quarters as the boxing analogy. I'd prefer just to use the act of, like, punching and throwing haymakers as the boxing analogy here. But you're right. And uh, I can't remember who it was. Someone, Chris, made the point yesterday on the show that what you're seeing are both coaches, uh, they, they get their lunch handed to them, and then they make – Adjustments. I think Spo and Udoka are putting on a clinic in terms of adjustments in this series. I agree, and you know, they're almost, you know, you hear that maybe not not thinking ahead, but Golden State is going to have have an easy time. But I can't imagine them matching what's going on in this series right now. No, just the physicality. That's um, the, it's like a different. Sport. And again, it, it, it all depends who shows up. Yep, yep, it, I, it absolutely you know, who, does. Who's not injured? Who's playing? Who plays well? You know. I'm looking forward to it. We'll see what happens tonight. No guarantees on my end. Chris, appreciate the call. I um, I, I, I think, Stone, you were right. My nervousness is like poop your pants nervy. Not fun nervy. Like, oh, uh, going out on a fun date nervy with my best girl. Oh, it's not that. No, it is um, can I get to a bathroom on time nervousness. I do appreciate you. It was Ron who actually called in yesterday and talked about oh, yeah. Spo and Adoka. And Ron was, was right. Ron and it's a chess totally match. Right. Yeah. That's that's a thing here. Do we get a Spolstra yeah. master class tonight? Like, it's a very much a possibility. Speaking of a chess match, so my my oldest daughter, I can't remember where she got this, but she got a, a Simpsons-themed chess board, okay? And a couple of weekends ago, she's like, uh, Papa, can we? Uh, can, can you teach me how to play chess? And you know me, like I try to do the know-it-all thing. Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah, no problem. Yeah, 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 sit down. Let's 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 set it up, and I'll teach you how to play chess. And once I was setting up all the chess pieces, you realized you had I realized no clue. I completely forgot how to play chess. <laughs> I haven't played chess in probably 12, 13 years. I couldn't remember the 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 pawns or the ones up front, right? Yeah. Okay. And those on the first move, you can move them two spaces, right? But then you can only 
uh, capture an opposing piece if it's diagonal, I think. I can't remember, like, the horse one. What do you call that? A, a bishop? I believe so. Uh, that one goes like three spaces, but it has to go like sideways, or I couldn't remember. And then one can go like as many spaces as it wants, uh, as long as there's nothing in front of it, like front worries or sideways. But I, I, I was like, you know what, Addy? Why don't we go play like Hungry Hungry Hippos or something? I was going to ask, are you just lying to your daughter no, for like that hour? No, no. What happened is, so I, I started having to like Google, what does this piece do? What does this piece do? Are you what telling is her, this piece? Are you telling and her that I you're was, Googling? Yeah. I'm like, oh, but I did the whole, oh, let me double check. It's been a while. <laughs> and she was not impressed with any of what I've retained uh, from a chess perspective. I I have not played chess in so long, and I I think I embarrassed myself and embarrassed my daughter. But I thought I remembered how to play chess, but I don't remember fully how to play chess. Um, if anybody has any insight for me, like I'll even write this down. I'll write this down um, because we use the analogy chess match all the time, but it truly occurred to me that I don't actually know anymore how to play chess. But we don't talk about a checkers match. I know how to play checkers. That's pretty cut and dry. Chess, no idea. What does the horse do? What does the pointy thing do? Uh, which, which side goes on the left and the right? The king, the queen, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't remember. So if you could, help me out. What, what do the pieces do? What are the moves? How do you capture them? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Again, 888-760-3776. Let's go to Phil. Phil has some chess insight here on Ken Levick Alive. Phil, sorry for wasting your time, but I don't know what chess. I for, totally no forgot how to play chess. Okay, you got your king and queen, then you got your bishops, which they can go diagonally only, okay. either either way, forward or backwards. Okay. Then you got your knights, which is the horse. The oh, knight. Okay. It can go it can go two forward, one to the left or right, or or one forward and two to the left or right. And then you got the castle, which can go only diagonal. I mean um, it can go lateral or or vertical, uh-huh. straight or or sideways. And, any, and it could go the whole length of the board as long as it's open or take a piece. And then what about the pawns? What about the pawns in front? Because I know the they, first move is two. Like you, like you said, like, yeah, like you said, the first move, they can go either two or one, but they got to take something diagonally. They can only, that's the only time got they it. go diagonal. Got it. Got it. That yeah. that was so much more efficient, Phil, than me trying to Google it and then convey it to my daughter. I, I'm serious. I right. bailed. I said, hey, let's just go play Hungry Hunger Hippos, and we'll get back to this next week. And that was like three weeks ago. I appreciate the call, Phil. Right. I, I really do appreciate the insight. I This is why, this is why I appreciate those. Who 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 hang out with us? Oh yeah, and tune in because it's not. I mean, I love talking sports with people, and I love trying to make good points and and eliciting conversation. But I think half the time on this show, it's more me being an idiot and not knowing things and needing to be taught about things. So we appreciate it, Phil. Phil, that was perfect. Thank you. Now I know chess. Now I'm going to take what Phil told me and act like I knew the whole time with my daughter. Be like, oh, yeah, 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 this is how it was. No problem. I got it. It's fine. Addy, I went into work today, and I was kicking everyone's ass in chess. Yeah, yeah. Let me teach you how to be a chess master now. I'm going to be like that Netflix show now uh, with the red-haired girl. Oh, Gambit. 
Oh, uh, Queen's Gambit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be like her. I'm going to look at my ceiling and see chess pieces, and then I'll head to Russia, and I'll win championships. It'll be amazing. Never been able to play chess. I don't have the brain for it, but Cracker Barrel did teach me how to play checkers. <laughs> you, you know how it's out in front? Uh-huh. So Cracker Barrel has the uh, has those, those golf tee games as well. When yeah. you're sitting at the table, and I don't really know how to play them, but it's fun. Oh, it's, it's so cool. fun. And you and you talk your stuff if if you if you successfully do it, but you don't tell anybody that oh, you, yeah. you, you screwed it up. There is a Cracker Barrel around here, right? Like oh, in yeah. Delray, right? Yeah. I'm gonna have to uh you know, after marathon season, I'm gonna have to go fill up. <laughs> go carb load. It's been a while, yeah. I might have to fill up a little bit. Uh what's your confidence level with the heat tonight? Game five. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Eight 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 760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. Also, when we return, I have spent a lifetime people calling me short, people calling me a shrimp. I'm undersized. I get it. I'm 5'6". Okay? When I played volleyball, they listed me at 5'7". I wasn't 5'7". That was a lie. I'm 5'6". I am no larger than 5'6". But I have stumbled upon a surgical procedure that could change my life forever. I'll tell you about it next. T-Stone, the Banowitz, Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levicka, and I'm live on ESPN 106.3.